better to be quote unquote paranoid over ignoring your intuition and then wishing you would have listened to it later. Grown Girl Gang, welcome back to the Girl We Grow Now podcast. I am your host, Victoria, and I am so excited to have you all back this week and tuning in to our safety series. So, before we get into our series, I just want to talk about fall. Oh my gosh. So, I am still in Montreal and I am really getting to experience fall. I feel like we don't have a true fall in Florida. So it's been so nice just watching the trees change colors and the leaves fall and literally fall is my favorite season and it's just so beautiful. So I'm so excited that this time around in Montreal, I am here to experience it and the weather is pretty good. The only thing that's really been hard for me is just how it'll be 70 and then it'll go to 50 and then 40. So I feel like that's really been affecting like my sinuses, my allergies, and I'm really sniffly in my throat and stuff. But other than the ever-changing weather. I am totally loving fall in Montreal. It even more so makes me want to live somewhere that I can really experience all four seasons. But anyway, so we are back with another episode on safety. So today's episode is going to be a mini episode. So today I want to talk about situational awareness and really just trusting our intuition. I feel like in today's society, we are all just so distracted and we walk around distracted when parking lots, we're always good to our phones or just on autopilot. So I feel like when we are distracted or on autopilot, meaning like we are just going through the motions of our routine that we do every day and we are just really in our head and not present in the moment, those two things make us really not have situational awareness. And I think we all need to have situational awareness, but definitely as women, just in terms of safety. So situational awareness is really just being aware of what is happening around you at any given time and being able to assess the situation so that you can make an informed decision or reaction to keep yourself safe. And again, as I said, I think we have so many distractions and we tend to walk around very distracted, that it's really challenging for us to make sure that we are being aware of what's going on around us. So I want to talk about the key pillars that I think are key when it comes to situational awareness. So the first thing is to really be mindful. So one, being mindful about everything that's going on around you. Say you're going to the store and you park in the parking lot, just being aware of what's going on around you. Do you see anything that seems strained or off, just really taking in the scene around you before you get out of the car and before you go in the store and just being very aware. The second pillar is to make sure that you identify exits. So if you are going to the store, the mall, a concert, a movie, whatever it is, make sure that you know the exits, know where the main exit is. And especially if it's separate from the entrance, know where the main exit is and also know where the emergency exits are so that if anything was to occur, you know exactly which direction to head into. Because I feel like if you are in a store and something goes awry, it's going to be so chaotic. So it's just better to already have awareness of where the 
those exits are so that at the very least, you know what direction to head into. The third pillar is to really just make sure you take note of people. So pay attention to the people who are around you. If anything looks strange, make sure that you are paying attention and taking a mental note and also really just noticing is there someone who every time you look up or you turn, they are exactly in the same section of the store that you're in. If that is occurring throughout your whole shopping trip, that is strange, especially if that person did not come with you. So being aware and noticing that is going to be really huge because maybe that person is following you and if they follow you outside to your car or follow you home, it's going to be a lot harder to get help versus if you notice it in the store and you're able to get a security guard or something like that, that is likely going to deter the person. So one thing that I have heard about safety is that a lot of times these things are going to be crimes of opportunity and generally they are going to look for the easiest target. So just being aware and them noticing that you are aware by being engaged, by looking around and making sure that you know what's going on around you, that should lessen your chances of being a target because it is going to be way easier to target someone who's distracted, who's on their phone, who's digging in their purse versus someone who is alert and just really looking around, walking assertively and paying attention to what is going on around them. So just remembering things like that and and just doing your best to not be distracted on your phone when you're shopping and when you're out in public is something that really can be game-changing and life-saving even. So being aware of your surroundings and having situational awareness is truly important. So I want to tell you guys about the top three places that women are typically abducted from and attacked at. And I'm not telling you these things to scare you, but I do think it's important to be aware of these things so that we can make sure that we are extra alert in these areas. Of course, you should practice situational awareness and being aware of your surroundings wherever you go when you're in public, but definitely in these three places. The first one is grocery store parking lots. So one thing that my mom and just older women have always told me is to never be on your phone looking down, distracted, and not paying attention when you were in a parking lot. I remember once, I think I was either like 18 or early 20s. I was in, I think it was an old Navy parking lot and I was texting on my phone, walking through it. And this older woman told me, she stopped me and she's like, hey, you don't need to be doing that in parking lots. You need to make sure that you are aware of what's going on around you. Don't walk in the parking lot with your head down in your phone. This is something that my mom has told me plenty of times, but I do think it was really great that she reminded me of that in that situation because sometimes we can just forget and just be so into what's going on in our life that we can forget these safety tips. And so it was really great that she saw a young girl and was like, you know what? I want to make sure she knows this so that she can keep herself safe. And I think that is something that we really need to pay forward now that we are a little bit older. So for the younger girls, the teenagers, and the women in their early 20s, it is something that we can really pay forward and make sure that they know as well if we're out and about and we see a young girl attached to her phone, not paying attention as she's walking through a parking lot. Because again, I really appreciated that woman for stopping me and telling me that because even though it's something I already knew, just hearing it from a stranger brought that much more awareness and really helped it stick into my mind even more. 
The number two place is office, parking lots, or garages. So again, make sure that you are not distracted when you are in a parking lot or a garage. So that means have your car keys out, not looking at your phone, and make sure that you are walking quickly to your car while also paying attention if anyone is around you, if anyone's following you. One of the many tips that my mom always taught me is that when you are in a parking lot or when you are going to your car, quickly get in your car, close the door, lock the doors, and drive away. Do not sit in your car, on your phone, or whatever. Just make sure that when you get in your car, you drive away immediately because when you're sitting there, if there is a predator or someone watching you, you were giving them more time to do whatever they were planning on doing in that parking garage or parking lot. So get in your car, lock your door, seatbelt on, and zoom out of there. But obviously safely zoom out of there. But there's really no reason to sit there on your phone, no matter how tempting it is. Whatever text it is, whatever TikTok it is, it can wait until you are out of that parking lot and at home. The number three place is public restrooms. So again, just making sure that you are being aware, especially if you are in a public restroom that's not crowded and that you get in there and you get out of there and just making sure that you are aware of what's going on around you, who's in the bathroom. If there's anything that feels off when you walk into that bathroom, just walk out and try to find another bathroom. So those are the top three places that women are likely to get abducted from or attacked at. So just again, Keep that in mind when you are at these places, along with situational awareness, just really trusting your gut and trusting your intuition is such a life, is such a huge safety tip. As women, I believe we have such strong intuition. We know when something's off and when something's not right. And I think you can talk to any woman and say they've gone through a traumatic situation or something. If you ask them if they felt uneasy or if something felt off, nine times out of 10, they are going to tell you yes, but they ignored it. So really learning how to get in tune with your body and in tune with your intuition is truly crucial. Growing up, my mom taught me so many safety tips that I feel like not a lot of parents did. And we are going to talk about a lot of tips coming up in a later episode of this series. But I am really grateful that my mom taught me as much as she did about safety. Because even just when I would talk to my friends, like these are things that their moms and parents weren't really teaching them. One of the things my mom would always say is that you would rather be safe than sorry. So if you get a weird feeling and sometimes as women, we can talk ourselves out of the things that we are feeling and we can talk ourselves out of listening to our intuition because we tried to tell ourselves you are being paranoid or oh, you are overreacting. So even if you are walking into a place or a parking lot and you feel this weird, uneasy feeling, it is okay for you to turn back around and say, hey, I feel unsafe and ask a security guard or someone to walk out with you because it's better to feel safe than sorry and not have trusted that feeling. Like It's better to be quote unquote paranoid over ignoring your intuition and then wishing you would have listened to it later. And that is something that I truly live by in any situation. If I feel my intuition telling me this is unsafe, like don't do that, I will just listen or I will go get escorted out to my car, whatever it is. It is something that I make 
make sure I listen to. My intuition has never seared me wrong, especially if I'm out in unfamiliar places, if I'm walking around, if it's nighttime, I will trust my intuition. If I feel like, hey, this is not a street that I need to be walking on by myself, I will not walk on that street. And I think the more in tune you get with your intuition and the more you allow yourself to listen to it, the more it's going to speak to you and the more in sync you are going to be with it. So I know I said that I'm going to have an episode soon where I talk about a ton of safety tips, but there are a few that I do want to highlight. So I was trying to think of a situation that I was in where I really had to trust my intuition for safety. I will say that there are not a lot that can come to mind, but one that I do think of was when I went to Chicago, I was considering the the possibility of moving there. So I decided that I wanted to test out public transportation because I knew if I did actually decide to move there, I wouldn't be taking my car right away. So I went and I used public transportation to get to the place that I was staying at. And I put it in Google Maps, used the transportation mode to get there. And it was a very long transportation from the airport. So I got to the place. By the time I got there, it was nighttime and I had to walk maybe with a five minute walk to my actual place that I was staying. And I got out, it was nighttime and it just seemed like not the best area to be walking in at night, especially as a woman. So I video chatted my best friend and I was like, hey, I'm walking to my place and I feel a little uneasy. So can you stay on the phone with me? So I video chatted her and I walked to the place and I kid you not, I couldn't find it. Like I walked down the street and the street was not like I walked down the street and almost every house on the street was dark. There was not a porch light on, nothing. And I was so lost. I couldn't find it. So I called my host multiple times. They didn't answer. And of course, I looked at a place. I would say hindsight, looking back, it probably wasn't the best idea for me to take public transportation, especially knowing that by the time I got there, it was going to be dark. The next time I would definitely take an Uber But I was looking lost and then a tow truck pulled up to me and he was like, what are you doing? Are you lost? Honestly, I did all the wrong things in this situation, which is not funny, but I did do all the wrong things. But I am just grateful that I can look back at it and be like, wow, Victoria, that definitely was not the right thing to do. So basically, I was like, yeah, I'm looking for my place, but I just I can't find it. And he was like, oh, you're in the wrong area. And of course, since I had my luggage with me and I was lost, he knew I was not from there. And I really do feel like this man played on my fears. It was him and another man in the tow truck. And he was like, yeah, like you really shouldn't be out here. It's so dangerous. Let me drive you back to the public transportation and all these things. And he was talking. And what I will say, because I'm going to be honest about this, he said a few things that really played on my fears. And I was like, wow, what is more dangerous? Me trying to walk back to the place or me letting him take me, even though I don't think I did the safest or the right things in that situation. But what I did do was trust my intuition and I did not get in the car with him. I could just see it in his eyes that this was not a good man, even though he was trying to pretend he was a good man, which even what he was doing was not good because it was for me, it was very clear that he was playing on my fear. So I had my phone in my hand and I want to say, I don't know if it was my best friend who called me back or whatever, but I picked up the phone and I was like, oh yeah, it's my boyfriend. He's going to be here in a couple minutes. So I'm just going to meet him here. And because at first I was walking back to the metro station and this car was slowly like driving by me like literally trying to get me to go with them. And I was like, oh, my boyfriend, he's going to be here in a couple minutes. So one, grateful that my friend called, but just saying like, oh, it's my boyfriend. He's 
going to be here in a couple minutes. The car zoomed off and left. And I like basically ran with my luggage back into the metro station and stayed inside of it until my ride got there. But I will tell you, I was literally terrified because these are huge men, by the way. Obviously, I was in Chicago and I was on the south side, which is typically not the side that you want to be on from what I've heard. So in that situation, I was terrified, but I am grateful that I trusted my intuition to obviously not get in the car with those guys, but also to tell them like, oh, this is my boyfriend who just called me. He's going to be here in a couple minutes. Obviously, I don't know what would have happened in that situation, but I would say like those two things probably did save my life and did keep me out of a potentially dangerous situation. So definitely always trust your intuition no matter what, because it will not steer you in the wrong direction literally ever. Okay. I do want to share a few safety tips that I think we all should use no matter what. And I'm sure some of you guys already know these safety tips, but I have learned that you can never be reminded too often about different safety tips because as we get so busy with life, it can be so easy to get an autopilot and just not be as aware as we should be. So tip number one is if you have a balcony with a nice view, do not, and I repeat, do not share it on social media, no matter how tempting it is, no matter how much you want the world to see your view, because you are essentially showing strangers where you live and you do not know who is watching you and who could decide that they want access to your life. Tip number two is try to avoid as many routines as possible, meaning if you walk a lot or you like to go run and do things that are outside, try to switch up your route. Don't take the same walking or jogging route every day because if someone is watching you, they are going to know that that is your route. And if they ever want to try something, they're going to know where you are if you go at the same time and you take the same route. So definitely try to switch it up so that no one can learn what your routine is. Tip number three, when you are going out, always tell someone where you are going and who you are going with. And if you can, I don't know if this is on all phones, but I know on the iPhone, you can share your location. So make sure that you share your location with family friend or a close friend and send them a picture of who you're with and let them know so that someone always knows where you are. Tip number four, pick a safety tool that you feel comfortable using and make make sure you carry it with you at all times. Tip number five, never let people know that you are home alone, no matter if it is your Uber Eats driver, even if it's someone you know but they're not in your close inner circle, do not let them know that you are at home. If your Uber Eats driver comes to the door and you're going to meet them and open the door and get the food, make sure you yell like, hey, food's here or something so that they think someone is in that house with you. But no matter what, never let people know you are alone. But no matter what, never let people know that you are home alone. And if you are traveling and you are staying in an Airbnb, never tell strangers that. Let them know that you are staying in a hotel or you're staying with a family friend or something. But do not ever let them know that you are staying alone or or that you are home alone. Tip number six, always have your keys ready. I mentioned this earlier, but when you're walking to your car or if you're walking home, make sure that you have your keys out and you're holding them in a way that if you need to use them as a self-defense tool, you can, but just make sure that you are not distracted digging in your purse when you get to your car or when you get to your door. Tip number seven, when you get into your car, I mentioned this earlier, but again, when you get into your car, drive off right away. Don't sit in your car texting on your 
your phone. Just make sure you get in, lock your doors and drive away so that you don't potentially become a target to a predator who is staking out the parking garage or the parking lot looking for someone to attack. And then my last tip, tip number eight, and this is something I honestly had to realize recently based on a situation that happened to me, but you do not have to say hi back to everyone who says hi to you when you are walking by in the sake of being a nice person. It is okay. You don't have to say hi back. You don't have to smile. And if someone thinks you are mean because of it, that is okay. Because what I learned is that if you do that, sometimes the wrong person can take that the wrong way. So how I learned that is that when I was in DC and I was staying there for a month, I was walking back from the grocery store and I walked by this man and he like said hi. So I just smiled and said hi back. And I kid you not, like whenever I walk outside, I only have one AirPod or headphone in. And so I like noticed that he had turned because at first we were walking in opposite directions, but then I noticed that he turned and now he was following me and walking in the same direction as me. And I had my hands full, two big bags of groceries, and I was literally terrified. Like my heart was pounding. So I crossed the street and I went into the nearest building that I could. So the door was locked, but it was a glass. It was like a full glass door from top to bottom. And it was a young woman. It was a PT clinic. So I knocked on it and I'm sure she saw the panic on my face. And so she opened the door a little bit and I quickly said, someone's following me. So she let me in and then locked the door back. And I went into the back corner where I couldn't be seen. And I just like sat there for a while. And she kind of just stood in front of the door, like watching until he left. And he stayed there for like 10 minutes. And I had a full on panic attack because for me, that was so frightening. I was literally maybe eight minutes away from the place that I was staying. And so I stayed there for a little bit. She gave me water. She talked to me. You know, I really, I thanked her. I was like, wow, I'm just so grateful that you opened the door for me and that you helped me. And she was like, yeah, of course, of course I would do that. Like, I can't even imagine how scary that is. And so after that, I called an Uber and I had that Uber take me back. It was like a two minute ride, but I just did not feel comfortable walking back after that. And after that day, I realized that I do not need to smile and say hi to people because you know that's what nice people do. It's okay to not do that, especially in unfamiliar places so that you can make yourself feel safe. And if that person thinks you're rude, who cares? At the end of the day, it's about what helps you feel safe. And it's about not potentially giving the wrong person the wrong idea because I really don't know in what world when you say hi to someone out of being nice that a person with good sense would think it's okay to follow you. But sadly, in the world that we live in today, that is a possibility. So for me, I really don't say hi and smile back as much when I'm out in public, especially in places that I just don't know what the culture is. So I just think it's important to not feel like you have to smile and say hi to people because at the end of the day, you don't. Your number one priority has to be getting to your destination safely and making sure that you get home safely no matter what. So that is my mini-sode for this week. I know this was a short one, but I have a couple of guest episodes coming up. So those are the tips that I really think that we all should make sure that we embed in our brain. And honestly, there are so many more tips. But as I said, we are going to talk about those in an upcoming episode. So until then, I hope everyone has an amazing week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Grown Girl Gang. 
Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.